Little known fact about Peter Bud, when I was 15, I had naked pictures of my best friend's stepmom. But that also came along with a promise that when I turned 18, that I would submit them to Easy Rider magazine. 50 bucks to whoever writes into thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com first and tells us which issue it made it into. Happy hunting. Oh, and uh, sorry, Mrs. L. Hello and welcome back to a show that thinks Madonna and the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man are starting to look suspiciously alike. Here on the Peter Pot Network! Season 2! Because your theory is we're going to go down there and have a donkey barbecue and I'm going to furnish the ass, right? You are not Hey everybody and welcome back to the shit show that apparently doesn't understand what crossing the line means. I am Peter Bud, he's Will in the back, and our mascot, Melissa Cody, aka the Butt Slut, has just been informed that she must stay at least 500 feet away from any schools. That's just because everything about her is reminding the children of a school bus fire. We have a packed show for you tonight. As always, two new songs. We hear from our friends and sponsors over at Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor. And for the first time ever, the Peter Pod Network is going to bring you the Queen of the Jackals. That's right, ladies. Welcome to Equality. Stay tuned for that one. Also tonight, we have three new stories straight from the Granite State that we all know and love, plus another edition of Our World, where we bring you stories from around the world for no other reason than to show you that if you actually take a look, we're all giant pieces of shit. We're noticing more and more story ideas being sent to the email, so if there is a story that you want to hear us take a stab at, make sure to include the T-H-E when you email us at thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com. And as a note, we love hearing all the dirt you guys send in about each other, but you have to include some proof. No one here is looking to get sued, you know? Don't get us wrong. Steve C. told us about a rub and tug brothel in Merrimack. We got another one from Andy A. about actual fucking aliens. We even got one, and I won't say his name because just what the fuck. But we got one about an entire family that's fucking each other like an inbred version of the Kardashians. And they even have a Caitlyn, apparently. These are all amazing stories that we wish we could run with, but we do need evidence. Actual evidence. Like when someone comes to sue us, we want to be able to do a little dance while we show them said evidence and... Then we're going to take a runny shit all over the hood of their car before they can get away. And if I see that opportunity coming, I will eat every meal for a fucking week at La Coretta just to make sure I got one loaded and ready to go on the big day. So please, keep sending in your stories, but you got to keep us out of court. Also, subscribe where you find us and give us a follow on all the major socials, as well as YouTube, Amazon, Spotify, Samsung Podcast, and pretty much anywhere else podcasts can be found. Except Apple. Till they send us free shit made by an Asian sweatshop worker for five cents a day, we have no love for you. Of course, I say that while I check my messages on my iPhone. If you want to find the place where all things Peter Pod Network exists, then have no fear. Jump on over to PeterPodNetwork.com to find the latest and greatest of the shittiest little show in New Hampshire. All the episodes that can't be found on YouTube or anywhere else, plus all the bits, the shits, and a healthy dose of the music, too. Check out PeterPodNetwork.com to see who we offend every Monday. All right, with all that bullshit out of the way, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to get the show started with... King of the Jackals! Well, I guess you know we're about to piss somebody off. Hey guys, just a disclaimer here. Domestic violence is no joke. Well, it can be, but you have to tell it right. Anyways, the following story contains some serious issues. And while we may make jokes and more than one get a reference... If someone is beating the fuck out of you, tell someone. Shit can get crazy way too fast. 
I mean, if you don't do it for you, well then think about the guy who has to clean up the crime scene. Make his workday shorter by not being murdered and spread all over the kitchen. And welcome back to this edition of King of the Jackals. And like we said earlier, it's going to be a little bit different this week. Because may we present to you... Queen of the Jackals! That's right, and for this one, we had to have a little research done, and I hope you appreciate it when I say it was the police reports that I'm holding in my hands that decided for us the winner this week. The petition to the court was a very close second, but we feel pretty safe in saying this week's Queen of the Jackals award goes to Jody Damaris, and holy shit, lady, you just were not going to settle for second place, were you? It's like you were trying to get on this show. Damn. Let's break it down. We started following this story in late 2022 when a fan of the Peter Pod never contacted us about a possible 2022 New Hampshire Horror Award nominee. And while our very own butt slut proved to be the shittier parent, Ms. Damaris' full story had yet to reveal itself. And just a few short months later, our request for multiple police reports started producing results. And, well, just gonna say this now because I'm pretty sure we're about to pick a fight with a woman built out of poor decisions. There were a lot of police reports. And we didn't just read one and then decide to start calling this lady a monster. We did the homework. We always do. And I am currently holding in my hands numerous police reports for domestic violence and other complaints. Which, after reading through all this, makes me think Goffstown is a little more ghetto than any of us thought. At least at her house. And before you ask, no, I'm not going to give out her address. If you're trying to see the redneck ghetto circus, you're just going to have to go to Alabama like everybody else. Now, after reading through all these police reports, it does appear in some of them that she is an actual victim. But then you realize, to most of those, it's a different person she accuses each time. And while that alone isn't the red flag you can tell we're getting to, it's when you start the report where she claims that she received harassing and threatening emails from one of these men. And then you read a little further down that same report, and you see the part where the officer reveals the results of their contacting Verizon to find out exactly where these emails came from. And yep, you guessed right, she catfished herself in an attempt to set this poor fool up. And funny enough, it even says in the report that the officer felt compelled to tell Jody Desmaris that this particular incident just destroyed her credibility. Or in other words, if anyone ever tells her to go fuck herself, she kind of already has. That's my favorite part. Thank God that dropped any charges against the guy she tried to set up that time as well. But that's not all we found, and in another of the reports currently in our possession, it appears that some unlucky fuck had the displeasure of having this week's Queen of the Jackals winner over to his place for a rousing game of, oh my god, what the fuck have I done, get this crazy bitch out of here. And in another document, the reporting sergeant states in this particular report that a call came in as a domestic dispute because Jody wanted to kick out what appears to be the father of one of her children, describing him as out of control. And to prove her case to the sergeant... Desmaris hilariously decided to show the sergeant a video on her phone that she took while the couple were arguing. Why is it hilarious, you ask? Well, that would be because after viewing the video, the sergeant states in the report that Jody's friends or family members could be heard laughing in the background, making the sergeant question whether this was another setup. Because it appears from Jody's own evidence that they may very well have been antagonizing the poor fool, and I quote, enjoying, end quote, whatever the fuck happened in that house that night. Other documents we received included a court petition and other police reports to back up the petition's claim, and we'll just put it this way. Do not let her babysit. Not from what we've seen. Papers filed with the court state a police discovery where a minor child, and we mean a really minor child, under Desmarais' care was found alone in a hotel room with an adult male without parental supervision. The paperwork also states that our Queen of the Jackals may have known about it too. Though we should state that her knowledge of the events was not proven without a doubt in what we were able to attain. Just keeping it fair. 
There was just so much that we received upon request that makes this one of the worst jackholes we've ever come across. If we took the time to go through it all, we'd probably end up with an hour-long show tonight. So, to keep that from happening, we'll sum it up right here. Jody Desmaris, you are... Queen of the Jackholes! Once in a generation of beverages discovered, so bold and rich with a finish unlike any other. Well, we don't have that here, but what we do have is drunken advantage malt liquor. The only malt liquor that tells those other drinks to suck on nuts. We take pride in how we make our drunken advantage malt liquor from the water that we gather at the great waterfalls that pour into our sewer drains out back in the alley to the pungent flavors we develop with only the freshest of roadkill cats and Clem's finger that one time. So when your kids are missing and you've decided you just don't give a fuck anymore, let the state have them. You need to sit back, take a deep breath, crack open a room temperature bottle of the only malt liquor that can kill Keith Richards. And what you have right there, well, that's the drunken advantage. Over seven generations of the Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor family have spent their days refining their secret malt liquor recipe in prison toilets all across this great country. And nothing says America like alcohol in jail time. So the next time the sheriff knocks on your door, asking about where your wife has been, you go ahead and show off your freshly paved driveway and enjoy what can only be described as the Drunken Advantage. And for a limited time only, if you happen to find Clem's finger in your bottle of drunken advantage malt liquor and are willing to sign a non-disclosure agreement, you can win some vaccinations and a tetanus shot on us, free of charge. Drunken advantage malt liquor, for when shit is just too fucked up to be sober. Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor is not responsible if you should swallow Clem's finger. If you believe you have swallowed Clem's finger, see a physician right away. Glenn was on a lot of medications and you might eat some too. What are the words to the song? I don't know, but I'll carry on. Because I've got something to say. And here comes the rant of the week. It is that time again. Welcome back to an all-new rant for episode four. And this week we chose a special topic close to everyone's heart. And that is, why the fuck are curse words such a horrible thing? And I'm not talking about the First Amendment slash free speech argument. What I mean is, words like fuck, shit, and asshole, those aren't curse words. Those are emotions, and fuck you for trying to tell me not to express myself to the fullest. Perfect example, if I told you that I thought you were an idiot, you'd be annoyed with me, but that's pretty much it. But when I tell you that I think you're a fucking idiotic piece of shit, it carries a little more weight. You get exactly how I feel about you now, don't you? No one in the history of this earth has ever been told, get the fuck out, you goddamn twat waffle, and thought it meant leave at your own pace. And speaking of calling them curse words, what's more healthy? The guy who's holding his shit in and being as repressed as a Vatican priest drooling at the Catholic boys choir, or the guy who's telling everyone exactly how he feels and finishes his thought with a good old-fashioned go fuck yourself. And actually, on top of that thought, all these tightwad people who want to keep things all civil and shit, out of all of society, they're the ones I'm afraid of finally snapping and creating another supermarket massacre. These people just told off the prick who backed into their soccer mom mobiles instead of clenching their ass cheeks tight enough to create fucking diamonds. 
My guess is the folks who let it out and tell you to fucking figure out fast how to shut your motherfucking screaming kid up in the goddamn movie theater will tend to be the ones who decompress and, you know, not turn into the next homicidal Karen's news report on TV. We here at the Peter Pod Network encourage you to practice at home, in fact, if this concept is new to you. Try it now. Call your kids over. Stand them in a line and repeat after me. You little bastards better figure your fucking shit out real quick and get in line or the last thing you'll ever taste will be the back of my motherfucking hand. And then you call him a cocksucker or something. I don't know. Have fun with it. We're not saying it's time to change your boss's name from Mr. Smith to Hey Shitstain. But we are saying a colorful and suggestive expletive about his wife and their mailman might ease your nerves as you walk back to your fucking desk. And if that's not enough, think of it like this. Who would you rather go out with? The guy sitting at the bar trying to be polite while some rando is hitting on his girl who's sitting right next to him? Or the guy who gets up, calls him a retarded dripping dick, and tells him to walk away before his ass gets turned into a fucking hat? I know who seems more fun to me. Hit me with a lord. No, no. They own Idaho. No one. And hear you scream, you more men. Hey, ho. It looks like a cold. Oh, no. Ring another bell. No one. And hear you scream, you more men. Hey, yeah. They tried to Joseph Smith me. Station's world-famous Stage 5. Join our hosts in discovering what makes you tick, New Hampshire. 
Is your neighbor secretly running a Taiwanese brothel out of his basement? Are they open when I get off work tonight? Do we know if they accept checks? Can someone call my wife and let her know I'll be late? This is the PPN News. And our first story tonight, it looks like Manchester's got its very own crazy cat lady. And it appears that she's in love. Aww. Only problem is, Manchester's newest nutbag couple were able to show off their union as they shared matching bracelets while being led to the back of a squad car. That's right, folks. Megan Williams, 42, and Robert Gerhold, 59, both of Manchester, were arrested this week for a count of 14. That's right, 14 counts of animal cruelty. After abandoning more than a dozen cats, resulting in malnutrition and various other conditions as the felines in question were left without food or water for weeks. Now we here at the PPN News will not pretend that we are fans of cats. They tend to be judgmental little fur bags that have no understanding of personal space and are one of the few animals on earth who feel the constant need to show everyone their assholes. Cat owners know exactly what I'm talking about. One of the only good things about cats is that you know that if you have a massive heart attack in your kitchen and drop dead, that your cat won't starve because it will eat you. At least until someone discovers your bloated, half-eaten corpse. So there is that to look forward to. But with that said, nothing deserves to be left to die, so the PPN News would like to make a suggestion. Let's nail these two fuckers to that very same floor and let those same cats do what they do best. And use them as this week's buffet. In other news, in Exeter, New Hampshire man is being hailed as a hero after being the first man to jump in and stop what could only be described as an extra for one flew over the cuckoo's nest as the nutbag stabbed a flight attendant and tried to open the emergency exit on their flight east from Los Angeles to Boston. The man, who some are now calling the world's worst comedian, allegedly began shouting on the flight to Boston about creating a bloodbath everywhere and that he would kill every man on the plane. And it was right about at that time that everyone else on the flight said, Fuck around and find out, buddy. When asked by the PPN News, people on the ground were less surprised that someone would try such a massively stupid stunt, and more surprised that the man was still alive and not beaten to a bloody pulp and then shoved in the toilet for the rest of the flight. In the world of sports, 10 teenagers have been charged, three of which are being charged as adults, after a fight broke out following the Nashville High School North and Manchester Memorial High School basketball game this week in Nashville, New Hampshire. It's unclear from reports provided as to who started the fight, but it's clear from all appearances that everyone who wasn't involved were the winners in this particular confrontation. As now they get to sit back at school the next day and laugh at the morons who thought it was a good idea to start a brawl at an event monitored by the police. Apparently you need more than a high school education before you know not to be an idiot these days. This has been the PPN News. you were to close your eyes and see the sunset rising over a hill down yonder and hear the roosters greet the early morning as you enjoy that first cup of coffee of the day then you probably don't drink drunken advantage malt liquor hell our customers probably can't afford a mattress to stick under a bridge somewhere so if the guy in the tent next to you on that lonely sidewalk won't stop jacking off while reciting the bible and the sewer drains are backed up and it smells like dead cats and human shit. Well, what you need is the Drunken Advantage. We make Drunken Advantage malt liquor with our customers in mind. We know that the price of everything is climbing higher and higher. And the last thing you need is to pay more than a dollar for that fine kerosene-based adult beverage that you can also start your car with. We hear Drunken Advantage malt liquor craft our fine product with only the ingredients that we can find around the alley keeping costs low for our consumers and forcing both cats and rats to work together if they want to escape our brewing process. Don't worry, they never escape. So when your cardboard box is expecting guests, or the cops have come to move you along, 
Maybe when the only time you get to eat a real meal is at the end of the night in the McDonald's dumpsters after they throw away the leftovers. Well, then you need a drunken advantage. We make sure our kind of malt beverage will always be cheaper than a bag of smack because we here at Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor believe you shouldn't have to rob your mother's house in order to get fucked up. And we aim to make sure it stays that way by consistently lowering our standards just for you, our customers. So the next time your tent city gets raided by the cops or the next time that alley cat looks too delicious to pass up, heck, the next time you find that no one has spare change, what you need is the Drunken Advantage. Drunken Advantage malt liquor. Because everyone needs to make the world shut the fuck up. Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor is a proud sponsor of the 2023 Homeless Olympics being held on Pine Street in Manchester, New Hampshire. another edition of Our World for Episode 4. This week we got five news stories from around the world in an effort to show everyone that we're all a little fucked up. And we wouldn't have it any other way. So first up, it appears China is exercising their irony muscles as they have made a public statement demanding the United States to change their attitudes. In regards to recent reports stating that current evidence suggests that the COVID-19 virus started exactly where everybody but Dr. Fauci and CNN apparently already knew it began, at the Wuhan lab. This latest announcement is a bold move by China, as literally everyone else in the world has been making bat soup jokes for years now. And the roar of laughter from the residents of planet Earth after China's denial that the virus began under their watch has caused the Asian country to double down on its claims that a bat fucked an armadillo or some shit and then flew up the ass of some poor fucktard who had the flu. Something like that. We stopped listening to what China had to say after they told us it was a great place to raise a daughter. In the world of entertainment, Katy Perry is being accused of mom-shaming contestant Sarah Beth Lieb on a recent episode of the one-time super popular, but now kind of sad, American Idol. When fellow judges commented on Sarah Beth's age, the contestant responded to shocked looks that she was a mother of three, at which time Perry made the classic fainting pose and commented that Sarah Beth may be in a prone position a bit too much. And while we actually think that one ain't so bad, as we do a lot worse shit than that on this show, it may have been when Perry referred to Miss Lieb as Freaky Friday that confused fans. One fan of the show commented, If Freaky Friday is the best she can come up with, then I sure as shit know for a fact that she doesn't write her own songs. Moving to Los Angeles now, former Emmy-winning NBC on-air medical contributor, God, that's a fucking mouthful, Dr. Bruce Hensel, 74, pled no contest to requesting naked photos of a 9-year-old back in 2019. While that is fucking creepy enough, according to the Los Angeles Times, for some reason Hensel hugged the father of the victim at the end of the trial, and for some really backward-ass reason that makes absolutely no fucking sense to us, Hensel was only sentenced to two years probation. Which begs the question, the guy likes fucking nine-year-olds, which makes us think he didn't have to suck dick to get out of trouble, so what the hell did he have to do to not get marked for death as a kitty diddler by his cellmates in California State Prison? Staying in California, apparently the Golden State is going to war with fucking Walgreens of all things, as they have found yet another excuse to not tackle their homeless problem. 
human shit spread all over the sidewalks. They'll get to that eventually. But first, they have to pick a fight with the company because of what it does or does not sell in other states. California's hate crimes have gone up by an astounding 33%, according to CalmMatters.org. But while your wife is being butt-raped in an alley, you can be rest assured that the governor is making sure people in Texas can still buy the drug Mifesoprone, a drug that not only have you never heard of, but if you read Walgreens' statement, they're just trying to make sure they're doing it legally. Congrats, California. You make about as much sense as any article that starts with Florida Man. For our final story tonight, we are moving over to the Buckeye State as Cincinnati, Ohio has decided it was not to be left out of the national news this week. While the world was just getting used to the idea of a cocaine bear, one of their residents stepped up to do his part and introduced the world to Ohio's own cocaine cat, which, as it turns out, was an illegally owned African serval, which is essentially a large wild cat that can fuck you up pretty fucking quick. While they're not sure how the wild cat came into contact with the drugs, they do know that this thing can carry a small child away if it wants and has razor-sharp claws, and as a bonus, has also been running free and wild around Ohio after it escaped during a traffic stop in January. And I bet that cop shit himself. Now, the novelty of a large cat on cocaine is not lost on us, but because we know pretty much everybody will be talking about the cat, we came across something a little bit more fucked up, when we wanted to know why you would even test the fucking cat in the first place. Turns out that's a thing people do. They get themselves some exotic animal from God knows where, like a monkey or something, and then feed it Xanax and shit, because a party ain't a party until the fucking monkey does a speedball and dies of a massive coronary, I guess. Yeah, beating get a little taste and the hook. 
All right, and that is our show for this week. Thank you again to number 13 for stopping by and lending a hand. And a big thank you to you again for tuning in and giving this shitty little show a listen. If you have an idea you'd like to see us explore, if you heard something you liked or more likely something you didn't, send us a message at thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com. And remember, if you don't include the T-H-E, then you know you ain't speaking to me. Make sure you give us a subscribe and follow us on all the major socials. You can also find us on Amazon, Spotify, YouTube, Samsung Podcast, and more. This has been a crazy week for a lot of us, and once again, we are so happy you decided to join our particular brand of cynical humor and half-assed jokes. While we do make this show as our personal little therapy, it is kind of awesome to hear from so many of you that have enjoyed this fucked up ride so far. And if you want to hear more from us, head on over to peterpodnetwork.com to find the archives and all things Peterpod Network. There you can find the songs, the art, and all the bits that never made it onto the show. So for Will in the Back, I am Peter Pod, and our mascot, Melissa Cody, a.k.a. the Butt Slot, may not be the dumbest person on the planet, but when that guy dies, it's game on. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next Monday. That's it for us. This has been the Peter Pod Network.